Well, well, well. Welcome to your favorite Thursday podcast. Let me do that again. <laughs> well, well, well. Welcome to your favorite Thursday podcast. I'm Nick Mitchell. And I'm Scott Tedford Barnes. And you are listening to Legends of Sportsball, an educational celebration of useless jock knowledge. Thank you for joining us. We have a very special episode for you today, don't we, Scotty? A whole special month. That's right. It's Jabroni History Month. You damn right. All the Jabronis. Um, is also National Stress Awareness Day. Hmm. So go get a massage or meditate. Do whatever. Meditate. You know. Self love is love. Listen to some good music or yeah. You know. Watch watch a movie at home or something. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> whatever your thing is. All right, so we'll do the scoreboard stumper. We've got our flex seal of the week. We've got two notable jabronis. We've got two on this date in jabroni histories. We've got our Hall of Fame inductee, Tracy Jones. We'll get our stumper answer. We'll go to church. We've got shampoo, and then we're out of here. So without further ado, hit me, baby, one more time with that scoreboard stumper, Scotty. All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to be talking about Tracy Jones. He was traded traded a lot, but I want to know who is the most traded player in Major League Baseball history. Is it Edwin Jackson, Jesse Chavez, or Cameron Maben? Wow. I'm going to go with Edwin Jackson. All right. All right, we'll find out the answer to that later. Moving on to our Flex Seal of the Week. The super strong waterproof tape. That can instantly patch, bond, seal, and repair. Each week, we recognize a franchise transaction that in no way fills the needs of the organization. This week's Flex Seal of the Week is Adrian Peterson, running back, newly signed, by the uh, Tennessee Titans. How old is he now? 86. <laughs> he should be 86 from the league. He's 36, I believe. 36. So Damn. I mean, it's, that's low effort. I mean, it's seriously, it's trade deadline. You could have, you know, gone out there and gotten something. Yeah. And, I mean, and Henry's not coming back. Derrick Henry, if you didn't know, got injured. Um, so he's not coming back this year. Uh he just had surgery. Yeah. Um, he might be back in time for the playoffs, but when it comes to fantasy, that's not really doing much. There are so many backs out there. For me, one of the ones I saw that was like, well, just <laughs> Tampa Bay has made it very clear that they don't really care about Ronald Jones. Yeah, they're not really using him. He has fumbled, but yeah, I mean, that's a good one. I also suggested uh, earlier uh, Trey Sermon. Uh, the Niners aren't using him because... Elijah Mitchell is just balling out. Yeah. Um, and he was a high draft pick. He played well. Uh, he was productive in the little bit of time he has played with the Niners. So there's definitely a few guys out there. Um, no, not Malcolm. Uh, Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. Who now is the backup to Jonathan Taylor. He has to be traded at the beginning of the year. It's been known that he was traded. They've been using him less because 
they know he's trying to go play somewhere else. And they don't uh, want to hurt. I think it's the same kind of handcuffing situation. I mean, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he, I get it. He's available, but it's like, did you really even take a long look at the list before just like picking one? Yeah, that's like how most people pick their fantasy teams. Yeah, they're like, oh, Adrian Peterson is out there. I've heard of him. Okay, tried and true. So Adrian Peterson, flex seal, certainly a flex seal for uh, the reigning rushing champion and MVP uh, candidate. Um. Derrick Henry. Yeah. Okay. Um, notable jabronis. Let's start with Odell Beckham Sr. Yeah. Um, uh, father of Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Better known as a Giants wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> Better known as OBJ. Uh, he... <laughs> you know, has not been very productive. He's not as fast uh, as he was. He's um, Mayfield has thrown about fifty percent of his career interceptions uh, to him. Yeah, and attempts to him. But anyway, his dad made like a thirteen-minute video illustrating all the plays in the last game that Mayfield didn't throw to him when he was wide open. Yeah. So I don't know what's worse about the video: the fact that he did it wrong. So that when, like, the way he filmed it, you're supposed to turn his phone, but your phone doesn't turn. So you're sitting there watching it sideways no matter what. Um, <laughs> you can't even turn it sideways. It just gets, like, so it gets like, smaller you know, instead like, of bigger. You're, like, diagonal watching your phone. Um, but, <laughs> but, like, he highlights all the times that, like, he was wide open. And, and played along with it, like... So some just some sappy crap music and OBJ himself, uh, like you know, gave him three check marks on it uh, on Instagram, like commenting on it. It's just it's stupid because also Baker Mayfield has, has only thrown six touchdown passes this season. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, they run the ball a lot, yeah, and it, and it works <laughs> until they get hurt. Like there's it's I mean you you, th- you think that these guys don't watch film as a team like. <laughs> Yeah, they watch it too, dude. Thank you for pointing it out. Like, yeah, well, what will they do without you? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your right. Instagram wisdom was so useful. All right, we're done with you, Odell Beckham Senior. We're done with you. Um, next notable jabroni, um, drunken homicidal, um, injured uh, Oakland <laughs> or Vegas Raider wide receiver. Yeah. Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Um, he, um, late Monday night or really more accurately early Tuesday morning was involved in a deadly car accident and um, apparently he was under the influence of alcohol. Yeah. So biggest jabroni of all. Henry Ruggs killed someone this morning. <laughs> there was a witness to the whole thing they said that rugs quote showed signs of impairment um yeah so he's got charged with felony felony charges of driving under the influence of alcohol um and resulting in a death in reckless driving driving it's a it's a big charge so his days are probably numbered yeah um yeah so we're done with you henry rugs yeah I think he's a senior as well. I think he's, he's, he's a Henry, he's a Henry Ruggs the third. Oh, that's right. He's a the third. So we've got like a lot of um, 
heritage and the jabronis today. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right. Oh, moving on to On This Date in Jabroni History. First up, we have Will Chamberlain. Yes. Um, um, on this day in 1960, Will Chamberlain, uh, then with, the, with Philadelphia, the Sixers, scored 44 points. But he set an NBA record by missing all 10 of his free throw attempts. Uh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> it was a will-led team. So they still won the game. But I, I, pu- I had to pull it up. It was kind of crazy. Um, a breakdown. Because Will Chamberlain p- played forever. He scored so many points. So you have to think, like, how many free throws did this guy actually take in his career versus... Miss. <laughs> um, he's taken 11,862 free throws. And if you do the math, if he would have raised his, sorry, he's missed 5,805 times. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do the math, you're, he's missing a staggering 5.55 points per game that was just left on the board. Like, like off, left off the Yeah, board. just like, imagine how much more ridiculous his career stats would be if he could make a free throw. In the 1960 season, he averaged 17 trips to the line a game. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like Shaq. You gotta, <laughs> it's like Hack-A-Shaq, man. You got to foul the guy. So I, yeah. You got to keep him from putting 100 on your ass. I guess so. <sighs> he also was scoring the ladies from yeah. right here. <laughs> anyway... Next, no on, problems there. <laughs> next on this date in history, we have the Spurs Arena production team. Jeez, um, go ahead, take that one away too. Sure. Um, in 1994, the before a Spurs and Warriors game, uh, the San Antonio Spurs season opener was delayed for 50 minutes when uh, a fireworks display in the pregame triggered the Alamo Dome sprinkler system. Oh my. Drenching fans, players, and coaches alike <laughs> with 12,000 gallons of water. <laughs> Not the promotion that they had planned. No. <laughs> I'm sure it was pretty hot in Texas, but like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it was SeaWorld special day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Don't light off fireworks in domes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was always scared of that as a kid. <laughs> yeah, they say like opening an umbrella indoors, bad luck. <laughs> Ain't got shit on lighting off some fireworks. Indoors. Oh, man. All right. Do it bigger so, in Texas. Off to a strong start in this in, um, Jabroni History Month here. Yes. Things are going well. Um, so let's move on to our inductee, our first Jabroni History Month. Hall of Fame inductee. Yes. Tracy Jones. Tracy Jones. Tracy Donald Jones was born March 31st, 1961 in Hawthorne, California. Jones was a standout baseball player at Lawndale High School and would go on to play outfield for Loyola Marymount University in Los Angeles. Tracy would be drafted by the New York Mets in the fourth round of the 1982 amateur draft, but he did not sign. In January of 1983, Jones was selected as the first overall pick of the secondary phase of the amateur amateur draft 
by the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> Easy enough for you to say. <laughs> he loves to talk about that, um, you know, on the radio. Yeah, being the first overall pick. Imagine, imagine signing. But with he the leaves Mets. out the secondary phase of the amateur draft. <laughs> but anyway, Tracy would work his way up through the minors and debuted with the Reds on April seventh, nineteen eighty six. In his first game, he'd record a hit and a walk off Hall of Famer Steve Carlton, like a walk off home run. 1987 would be Tracy's most productive season in the majors. The 26-year-old played in 117 games, recording 31 stolen bases, 10 home runs, and 44 RBIs while maintaining a 290 batting average. In 1988, Jones was traded along with Pat Pachillo to the Montreal Expos for Jeff Reed, Herm Winningham, and Randy St. and Randy St. Clair. Randy St. Clair. Jones would bat for a 333 average over 53 games for the Expos, but would be traded to the San Francisco Giants for Mike Aldrete. He would appear in 40 games as a Giant, but would then be traded midway through the 89 season to the to the Detroit Tigers for Pat Sheridan. Tracy was often dealing with minor injuries, but it was but it was his mouth that usually earned him a change of uniform. After 96 games as a Tiger over two seasons, Tracy was then traded to the Seattle Mariners for Darnell Coles. He played his final Major League game as a Mariner on October 6th, 1991. He would later go on to co-host a popular afternoon radio show on 700 WLW with Eddie Fingers in Cincinnati, Ohio, who would also co-host a show with Reds Hall of Fame broadcaster Marty Brenneman called Brenneman and Jones on Baseball. Which is classic. It's hilarious. It's the best. It's like 10 minutes long. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Since the radio station couldn't trade him, Tracy was fired and or laid off in September of 2017. Tracy <laughs> is also owner of Tracy Jones Financial, a financial servicing, uh, financial services planning firm. Jones's son, Hunter, was drafted by the Cleveland baseball team in 2010. Tracy and his wife, Danae, live in Bellevue, Kentucky. Yep. Still do. So if you need financial services, truly a legend of jabroni history, for real. So, <laughs> so what makes him such a jabroni, um, Emily and I went and saw him at the Reds Baseball Hall of Fame because I just loved his um, arrogant personality. And and I did always think it was funny is how his stats just went downhill. Like, you know, you look, you listen to the stats here and how he had a pretty promising start for high average to a lot of bases. And um, he came out when we saw him and he was just going on about he, his person, he was just like being his radio personality. He was like, that's the one you hear on the radio. That's actually my personality when I was a player. And it got me into a lot of trouble. And he went and on to explain how and why he got traded from every team he had been <laughs> traded. Like as far as like going to owners or management or the general manager to try to get the people, get his boss fired type things where then they just trade him. <laughs> so that's why he had, was traded so many times in a short amount of time. Yeah. But some of his favorite, some of my favorite things about on the radio too is, is like he has his own little uh, sloppy top sort of vocabulary his yeah. own little glossary that he uses like like slump busters yeah lot lizards uh, <laughs> people from norwood <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Not, 
he did have really solid stats. I mean, I looked up and down, but like I'm sure he just wasn't getting any play time, playing time because he just ran his mouth off. He got injured a lot too, and yeah, he's like the other day when I was listening to Jones and Brenneman on baseball, he was talking about how hard it is to be injured. They were talking about some of the injured players. They're talking about like Nick Senzel, I believe, a few mm-hmm. months ago. And he's like, it must be hard for Nick Senzel because when you're on the bench and you're injured and guys are out there performing, he's like, when I was on the bench and hurt, the guys playing after me were Paul O'Neill and Cal Daniels. So, <laughs> so I hated being on the bench and watching these yeah. guys. I'm sitting there losing my job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting Wally pipped. <laughs> so yeah, Tracy Jones, truly a legend. Yeah. Um, Moving on to our scoreboard stumper answer. All right. I wanted to know who is the most traded player in Major League Baseball history. And I will let you know, leading up into the 2021 season, there was a tie. Oh. So the three options I laid out were Jesse Chavez, Edwin Jackson, and Canra Maven. Well, answer was... Cameron Mabin. Cameron Mabin. Chavez and Mabin were tied with eight times being traded each in the lead up to this season, but the Cubs sent Mabin to the Mets, and that made it nine. <laughs> the Cubs, I didn't even know the Cubs even had Mabin. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Buried. Buried it deep in that lineup. <laughs> and uh, buried on a bad team. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good place to be. All right. Moving on to church. Uh, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, obviously, to the family of the person killed in the aforementioned drug driving accident involving Las Vegas Raider wide receiver Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Um, Tease and peace for sure. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. It's a horrible thing. Do not drink and drive, people. Okay, and then, but we'll end on a shampoo. Shampoo. Our shampoo goes out to uh, Jets quarterback Mike White. Shampoo. Beating our hometown Cincinnati Bengals in the process, but uh, most completions and passing yards and a quarterback's first start in NFL history. Um. So, shampoo to you, Mike White. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Even, a lot of people didn't even know who he was. <laughs> Shampoo. Yeah, he was like a fifth-round draft pick by the Cowboys like five years ago. So this is his first real shot. He picked the right team to get a shot with. That's for sure. Wow. (laughs) All right, so don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, and more. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. You can also find us on Twitter at L Sportsball. That's at the letter L Sportsball. Tune in next week when we induct Herschel Walker and follow us all month long for ongoing coverage of Jabroni History Month. Thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sportsball. May the sports be with you. Always. Always.